everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of our Smoky Mountain Wrestling Podcast. This is Smoky Mountain Wrestling, episode 121, May the 21st, 1994. We are still at Roan State Community College in Harriman, Tennessee. Again, 275 people reported in attendance. Doc, you gave the demographics last week, so no need to do that this week. How are you doing, man? Uh, blessed as always. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping it real, yo. Um, what? So... Nothing. So what? When is this coming out? Uh, this will air December the sixteenth. So about Jesus the, Christ. Yeah. yeah. So let, it ain't even Thanksgiving yet. So anyway, let me just say <laughs> no. this. You know, you know. Last week, last week I uh, started the war on white people. So this week I'm gonna do something that can get even more heat than warring with white people, and you know how tough that is. Let's war start the war on. Let's start a war on Christmas. Oh, that's happy, already happened. Happy holidays, everyone. <laughs> I don't want to assume, assume anybody's Yuletide gender, <laughs> so I'm just going to say happy holidays to everyone. <laughs> and when yeah, you get I mad, piss them off. And when you get mad because you, cause you're acting like a child again, just remember, you're mad at somebody who wished you a happy holiday. I didn't have to do anything, but I wished you happiness, and you're mad about it. You so, say, so who's the real heel here? You say happy holidays, and then you say happy Hanukkah to all the Jewish listeners. Kwanzaa, pal. Yeah. I'm, into, I'm, I'm exploring my black roots right now. Okay. Kwanzaa to, to Mike's people. I, I, all of a sudden, I have a hankering for cools. Well, 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 don't wow. get you know. In two years from now, that's gonna be over with. Yeah, cools are being banned, man. You got Isn't that crazy? Got them. They want to ban menthols, bro. <laughs> man, they can't. Why? Why can't we just let black people have some fun? I mean, next we're gonna ban uh, a 1992 Monte Carlos. Wait, are you trying to say that white people don't smoke menthols? Fuck no. Not like black people do, pal. Yeah, not that's, like bro. Menthols are like. Dude, they're like basketball players. It's like, yeah, there's they're all white basketball players, but let's get fucking serious. It's like a white quarterback <laughs> in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hopper, what are you talking about? I've seen white people smoke menthols. No, I knew an old, no, I knew an old no. cowboy. I knew an old cowboy around here that used to smoke menthols, and I was like, "How the hell did you end up on menthols?" He said. This is a shoot, too. He said, 
I started smoking menthols because I got tired of everybody bumming my cigarettes. So I figured if I smoked <laughs> menthols, nobody would ever bum cigarettes from me. I used to do shit like that. There was a friend of mine, Jason Perez. He was one of these assholes. It's like, oh, I quit smoking. And he didn't quit smoking. He just he quit, quit fucking buying them. Yeah. Yeah, I got so it. Like, so, when, like, we would go out. I'd be like, is fucking Perez going to be there? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, and then would stop at the at the store to get cigarettes. If if, if I knew he was going to be there, I'd buy a pack of, like, GPCs or basics, little cheap shithead cigarettes, because then he'll leave me alone. There you go. Always a worker, brother. Life lessons right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, and so I didn't mean to, to go this deep into the show without inquiring about my bestest buddy. Harper, how you doing this morning? I'm doing great, man. Yeah, this is a blessing, man. We are up and Adam early this morning. This is the second this is your first show to listen to this week, but this is our second show to cut, and it is eight oh eight in the morning, dude. We are rolling, so let's get into it. We've been up all night. We're hungover, but we're blessed, man. That's it. I haven't gone to bed yet. There you go. Harper's been working all night, so let's get into it. This is Smoky Mountain Wrestling, episode 121, May 21st, 1994. Les Thatcher and Bob Cottle open the show. Jake the Snake will be on Les's personality profile. Bruiser Bedlam will face Brian Logan for the Beat the Champ TV title. If Bedlam wins, he will have completed a clean sweep of the TV title and would have won all of his matches and all the money he can win. Although, i got to state this, when it comes to Bedlam, he hadn't really faced anybody tough in the Beat the Champ, which is fine. They're building him up. and you know He just came in a month ago, so whatever. Um, Rock and Roll Express run in to promote Morton versus Candido later in the show. My only note from that promo at the opening was, meh, uh, it was all right, but whatever. Uh, Morton Boy. promises to drop Ugh. Candido on his head. But it's banned, and he will be fined if he uses it. So there's that. Now, Harper, is this the promo you had? That you wanted this to is it. About I'm Morgan? sitting here watching, and when he's he has that white T-shirt on, I'm God. like, "Fuck, you know, dude." My exact remember? note was. My exact note was. They both look a little Gibson more than Morton, but they both look a little pudgy here, like they hit the Chinese buffet in town. Remember in Indiana Jones in the Last no. Crusade when he drank the the fucking chalice. And it was the wrong one, and he started getting old, and he aged and aged until he just turned into fucking dust. Yeah, that's what he, that's what he looks like. He must have drank. And he's, it's like stop, put that shit down, bro. Because <laughs> he's gotten it. it just it, he looks old here. He looks like he went Rick? out with Jake last night. Yeah. Are you talking about Ricky? Looks old here. Ricky old. looks old, bro. He does, have you, man. Have you seen him in two thousand and eighteen? That's different. Yes. Sixty years old. Yeah, nah, I'm just messing around. He's our business. It, I've said this a number of times. When you look at him in eighty five, eighty six, eighty seven Crockett, and then you mm-hmm. see him in ninety three, ninety four Smoky Mountain, you're like, brother, put some hard miles on his body. Yeah, I mean, we watched it. I mean, fuck it, you know, a few days ago, he didn't look anything close like this, and that's in eighty seven, right? So seven years later, but here's the difference. I think he had fun putting those miles on. Yeah. Jake looks like hell, and I know he didn't have any fun. Yeah. Um, how you take tread off the t- how you take the tread off the tire because it's coming off no matter what you do. So are you saying is- <laughs> Morton just didn't abuse the- <laughs> abuse it as much as Jake? I mean, what are you saying here? I'm because, saying I mean, that Jake Ricky Morton's been on record. Room- 
off in his room self-medicating and crying. And That's nice. Gordon was, I mean, they were knee-deep in poon. Well, Jake was knocking it out. I mean, yeah, but what? It's actually something to think about there because they, they both were not kind to their bodies. Although Morton probably had a little bit more fun with the rats. I mean, they right. both they both did bad shit to their bodies. I mean, what well, we all do, man. I, I mean, I ain't ever snorted cocaine, so I don't know what you're talking Whatever. about. Whatever, yeah, we right. Toot, so. toot, motherfucker. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll keep it moving. We got Chris Hamrick versus Tracy Smothers. A very nice little opening to this match. Mother's big backdrop. Dude, this motherfucker here. Oh, that, this Chris Hermick motherfucker? Yeah. Jesus. When he, he's, when he's wearing that fucking shirt. Yeah. He <laughs> looks like one of those guys you see in fucking, like in fucking Walmart with the little dirty red bastard kids. And he's screaming at him because he keeps throwing this, the store brand cereal in a box instead of, I mean, the, they keep throwing the fucking name brand cereal in a basket instead of the, the fucking uh, store brand. The great value. Yeah, brand. he just looks like a fucking He looks like the third monkey. He looks like the third monkey. <laughs> he I does mean, look like a monkey. He should not have, have come out wearing that shirt. Yeah, I thought he, so too. That shirt was like, what in the hell is going on there? It's like um, a grass cutting shirt. So that's exactly what it was. <laughs> Mike, timestamp at two fifty. Let's see what's going on at two fifty. Um, There's some boogieing going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the lady with the <laughs> with Tracy gives the gives the lady the flag, and Tracy starts trying to dance because he can't, and she's waving a Confederate flag. Yes. <laughs> It's pathetic. <laughs> that's, that's what I wanted to talk about. It's Good. so terrible. <laughs> it's so terrible. Man, these hillbillies still love them. Some Tracy Smothers, though. I, so do I. Tracy's awesome, pal. I thought the match had a nice little start to it, though, man. He I did, too. Hair. I thought this was a decent opener for the for the show. I thought, you know, you hammer. Kick in. Yeah. yeah. Took that big backdrop. You know, mm-hmm. before Tracy turns it around and hits him with his finisher, and then it's over from there. Uh, but yeah, I thought I thought everything. So here's wrong. the thing: we talked about this last week. Hamrick has been it went on to ECW and done some stuff, but I agree, man. I was like, "What's he doing out there? What really?" Oh well, yeah, fuck it. Shit happens. What do man. I know? Yeah, I don't take do bumps, know? so I don't get an opinion. I guess nobody said that. Where are you getting that from? Where I'm just feeling from? sad, like Jake. I'm gonna go do some crack. That's nice. <laughs> Get lamped up. All right. So let's go now to Tracy Smothers' promo after his uh, win over Hamrick. Here it is. Right now, here he let's is. Go, the huh? wild-eyed Southern boy, Tracy's mother. Boy, you came out firing there. You're going to need this and a lot more, though, Everything Tracy. I got. Bruiser hey. Bedlam. Bruiser one Bedlam. One. Hey, Bruiser, if you, Cornette, if you're back there watching, man, that wasn't the jawjacker that you kicked out of a couple of weeks ago. That was the Tennessee Torpedo. That's from Carson Newman College. That's from Springfield, Tennessee, pal. That's a flying shoulder off the top. If I have to drop kick you off the top, I'll hit you with everything with the kitchen sink. Volunteer Slam is over. You don't have to worry about the Macho Man Randy Savage. You better worry about the wild-eyed Southern boy, Tracy Smothers. Now, I'll take up the crusade against Cornette and his criminals. Bruiser, you're bad, but you can be had. You're rough, tough, and you're hard to bluff. 
But you better remember, I'm guaranteed not to rust, bust, collect dust, <laughs> bend breaker, splinter. You bad, but they can all be had. I'll see you, Bruiser. You got to deal with this old country boy right here, and you remember my name, buddy. Tracy Smothers, the wild-eyed southern boy. You and Jim and Jimmy Cornett's worst nightmare. I'll see you. I wouldn't want to be you. All right, fans, he's pumped, he's primed, he's ready to go. The wild-eyed southern boy will be back right after this. Jesus Christ, the catchphrase is there. <laughs> he was on a roll. He was like spitting them out one after another. All right, Doc, what do you have? That was some rapid-fire hillbilly lingo. I loved it. Tennessee Torpedo was back. They lo- they lo- <laughs> they loved it. The people were popping on it. There's only a, you know, a couple hundred people there, but they were popping on Man, it. He was on it, and they loved it. And I don't know. I mean, we laughed, but... What else? I mean, he just went out and did his job. He fired up the people. He's the main baby face. He's along with Aunt Tony Anthony. I mean, that was great. It was good. Hopper, what'd you have? He went and took a piss. That's what okay. happened there. So we go hey. next to. Hey! Oh, How did. What did the fuck come, was it? A Tennessee torpedo? Yeah. When you uh, stick a stump up somebody's cunt. Jesus Christ. That's <laughs> what? nice. What? Once Fry, again, no, it's just, once again, somebody first, thought enough to do it enough to name it, yet I'm the bad guy for saying it. It says, wait, what the? F- they got a whole. <laughs> first, you need an, an industrial fan to bust your nut into the fan, and it will blow all over her face. At this point, <laughs> You empty a bag of chicken feathers into the fan and watch them stick all over her face. Ta-da, Tennessee Torpedo. That's not what it is, but I like it. That's a different version of it, evidently. Yeah, but but that one's awesome. It's pretty awesome. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh, my God. An alternate fucking definition, and it's better than the original. The sequel's never better than the original, except you for change, Star Wars. What did he say? You turn a fan on, you bust a nut, it flies yeah. into her face, and then you empty it. It sticks pillow. all over her face. You go, ta da, Tennessee t- torpedo. Jesus. Man, I'm glad I'm not a white person anymore. <laughs> all right. Uh, Brian Logan versus Bruiser Bedlam as I yawn. Bedlam does not wait long. He attacks him immediately, finishes him off. Uh-oh. Um, as just a notification on my computer. Um, Bedlam finishes off Brian Logan with the stomach claw instantly, and then he refuses to release it. Um, I don't have anything else. Doc, you got anything from that match? Well, before this, they talk about the Night of the Legends. Did you have anything from that? I had that after this. Okay, then we'll talk about it then. Um, so, then I'm off here somewhere. Oh, yeah, it I mean, is I, after that. Five I, weeks, he's retired. This shit's been boring. Yeah, he's 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 retiring his champ. So, next time we do this, they'll have to pick four names out of a hat to get a new champ. So Four names? How long does yeah, this it, last for? What? No, two, what am I saying? Beat the, the champ? Uh, yeah. Oh, they the did it to the end? All, all the way through? No, they re- they retired in in uh, ninety five. But I mean, it's there yeah, for a while. Yeah, but when in ninety five? Yeah, deep, deep into ninety five. I'm saying, yeah, it goes on. I mean, we got a we got a while, guys. We're a year and a half from being over. We have a year and a half more of this. Fuck. What? I thought we were having fun. I know, but I mean, 
You're afraid of commitment, aren't you? I'm a. I mean, then what? I don't, I don't think well, people then, realize then how we sleep, hard. Then we sleep in on Friday mornings. That's yeah. <laughs> we sleep in at that point on Fridays. I agree. Um, Doc, any other thoughts before I go to Night people of Legends? Better, well, yeah, I got a thought. People better enjoy this. These are the salad years of BTT. Mike and I have put together the BTT strategic plan. And there will never be a time where there's more content flying at you than right now. So y'all better soak it up and enjoy it. <laughs> uh, I don't think people realize how hard it is to do two shows a week. For every week, on time, in your face, like a Tennessee torpedo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> we don't miss. Here's the thing people don't realize, and I know I, people don't want to hear it, but here it is. So next week, we're recording a day early because of Thanksgiving. I know everybody's thinking about Christmas, but it's still turkey time around here. So we all have families and holidays and obligations. So we're going to record one day earlier, which means what? You got to watch an hour and 24 more minutes of wrestling between now and Tuesday, which, okay, fine. If you're a single guy living in your apartment sucking down Cheetos, that's no problem. But when you got (laughs) fucking frauds that expect you to do some shit and like – parent your children and take out the trash man it's hard to get 84 minutes away to just be able to watch this in such a manner that allows me to come on here and analyze the matches and think of some funny shit to say and set harper up for a rant on bigfoot this shit just doesn't (laughs) happen man it is the careful planning and i don't think anybody here listening is appreciative enough so you need to become a patron and use the amazon link just do something, man. Merry Christmas to us. <laughs> See, I said Merry Christmas even. Happy holidays. Okay. Uh, Amazon referral link is tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. Now, let's keep it going uh, into Night of Legends. Uh, did you want me to play it, Doc, or you just what, – what Nah, man. It's 100 bucks of cash, man. Yeah. Imagine what these hillbillies will do for $100. I mean, if, if you could get Ted DiBiase to do, get kids, people to do shit – Man, I bet you could fucking do some serious shit for a hundred bucks. They could pay off their student loans to Rome State Community College. True. <laughs> um. All right. So I could get yeah. a whole semester at Rome, Rome State, and I could take this is, typing classes. I could finish being a welder. Jesus, this is um <laughs> so stupid. Janet, Janet down at the doctor's office said I could get a job. In billing and accounts receivable, and I really think that that's better than second dick. Wow. I could be a nursing assistant (laughs) in just just five easy weeks. All right. Uh, While y'all are joking, um, the Night of Legends is the biggest card in smoking on history. We're going to the Knoxville Hall of Fame, and who's the greatest wrestler in Knoxville history? And there's only one answer to that, pal. Oh, yeah, I agree. We'll get to that, though, when we get there. Uh, also, a key point to, to know here, the closer we get to Night of Legends means we are really, really close. Or when you see the Night of Legends, you, you, you should know that the gangsters are near. Oh, Jesus. I'm glad I'm turning black at just the right time. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Are you going to teach me the handshake? No. Uh, let's go now to Bruiser Bedlam and Jim Cornette uh, after the Night of Legends plug. And with us right now, Bruiser Bedlam and Jim Cornette. I wish you could have heard Tracy Smothers out here a little earlier. Tracy, oh. he's got this guy's number, I think, Jim. No, the only number that he's got is the number 911, as Brian Lee would say, because he's going to be going to the hospital. You see, first of all, I want to say... 
Thanks to Brian Logan, that was the easiest $5,000 that my man, the Bruiser, ever won in his life. Undefeated TV champion. And let me just explain something to anybody who thinks they're big and bad, whether they be professional wrestlers, truck drivers, construction workers, bouncers, ditch diggers, it don't make any difference. Bruiser Bedlam can kick your butt. That's just a plain and simple fact. And he can do it easy too. And he's willing to at any opportunity. Now, Bully Bob Armstrong is so noble. He's on this cause, he's on this mission. Oh, I would get in the ring and take care of Bruiser Bedlam and all of Jim Cornette's guys, but unfortunately, I can't resign as commissioner because so many things need to be done around here. That's so noble, Bob Armstrong. Excuse me while I feel the bile throwing up into my esophagus, ready to blow my lunch. Because that's what you make me, Bob Armstrong, sick to my stomach. You and Tracy Smothers on this campaign. If Bob Armstrong wants to get in the ring, resign as commissioner. That's all you got to do. No, he's got Tracy doing his fighting for him. Well, let me tell you something, Tracy Smothers. All you are is a hillbilly. Hey, did those hillbillies used to run from you when, when you came up when they were on the line at the Ford plant, huh? You know, Jimmy, you know what hillbillies like to wear? White shoes and white flags, so they can run fast and give up the fight. Cause that's all you are, bunch of punks, scabs, and I get paid to beat you. I beat you good. Yeah, that's exactly right. Because Tracy Smothers, that's what you are proud of, is being a hillbilly, and that's what hillbillies are, is cowards. But you know, Tracy says that Bob Armstrong. Let me get this right. Tracy says Bob Armstrong's like a second father to him. What I'm trying to figure out. What I'm trying to figure out is how he would know whether he was a second father or a first father. How does Tracy know who his father is anyway? Because from what I understand, old man Smothers spent all his time drunk around Springfield, staggering from one bar to another, while meanwhile Mrs. Smothers sitting at home in that double-wide mobile home, she had so many visitors to her bedroom, she had to put a revolving door in the front of it. Did you know that? That's exactly right. That's exactly yeah, Bruiser's been hey, And here comes Tracy's mother. Well, he's got Cornette down. Something, oh, and I tell you, they just knocked our desk winding. He had, what in our world? Brass knucks. Where in the world did those come from? He had brass knucks. I saw him, Jim. The Bruiser had brass knucks on his head, and now he's got smothered. All right, so I turned it down because what happens right here is Bruiser starts beating down Smothers and busts him open with a with the brass knucks. And then a bunch of enhancement talent come out, and Bruiser is just fucking – he's just beating the shit out of these guys. I mean, he's potatoing them. Um, I don't know. Doc, any thoughts on what we see right here? Um, At 15.30, you get Chris Hamrick coming out to help Tracy – but Tracy just beat him in a match. Uh, I don't think these people realize that. Okay. They just okay. saw these Dude. guys coming out um, to help Tracy, and Bruiser's just potatoing those poor bastards. So let's let's go back a little bit here. Uh, man, Corny's working hard, dude. He's sweating his ass off. I think it's fucking piss hot in that building. Cause well, he, it he is May. It. Yeah. Um. So... Anybody else notice the Bedlam stomach tattoo that says true to the crew? Yeah. What crew? Bruh. July crew? Well, since we know about his shoot life. Yeah, I'd we imagine... talked about it a month ago. Yeah, that's some criminal 
It ain't Motley. <laughs> and That's a safe bet. I would have laughed if he actually had it instead of true to the crew if it said bros before hoes. <laughs> <laughs> um I felt bad for the desk. You know, I that's that's a that, let's leave the desk alone, pal. Let's don't yeah, the expose, desk is a little sentimental to us. Let's don't expose kayfabe on the desk because the top just came straight off that motherfucker. Sure, the fuck did. It's like Legos. It, yeah, what yeah, is right? Remember what Cornette told me when uh, that it came apart. Yeah. yeah, he said he put it together like it was pieces. Yeah. A foldable. I wanted or it to like be. That. I wanted it to be one solid piece that weighed three thousand pounds. Absolutely, that's in my mind. So I never like to see it come apart because it's such a great thing. But um, dude, Tracy's busted the fuck open, pal. Oh yeah, he got he got a good one. You ever had any brass knucks own dip hair? Yeah, I mean, no. but well, that's illegal. Really what were now. you doing with them? Yeah, I mean, back in the eighties. In the eighties, you were twelve. What were you doing with brass yeah. knucks? You fucking Hollow criminal! Man, but I, but I had a pair. For what it's worth? They were made of paperweights. Yeah, did you ever hit anybody with them? No, man. Okay. Just shoot a motherfucker if you're gonna use brass knucks. I mean, whoa! Just shoot wow! Just out of huh? Just shoot I mean, it, I actually think like it's more humane. Is <laughs> that just, like is that what we do as brass is that nuts, what, man? Is that what we do? Dude, as black a people? brass nuts shoot. is like hitting somebody with an axe, bro. It's just like that's just brutal. So I, I shooting people—that's what us black people. No, do I'm not. I said if I'm not advocating it, but Jesus Christ, that's just uh, fuck. Go ahead, keep going, Doc. Nothing, that's it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I like, All right. I like when what Chuck and Bob starts going, when he hears Cornette about to start talking about uh, about his dad, he goes, oh, God, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Come on. <laughs> yeah. He said, come on, man. Yeah, I, that was a good one, too. All right. Uh, let's keep going because after all of that, Tracy then cuts a promo as he's busted open and his buddy Bobby Blaze, our friend, is holding him up. Here it is. Fans, right now here with Tracy's mother's Commissioner Bob Armstrong, Bobby Blaze. They're, they're holding up Tracy, Commissioner. I got him in my hand. Look at that. brass yeah. ducks. Look what it did to him. You know he had yeah. something. That's what exactly what he had, right, Trace? <laughs> I can't hardly keep my composure, Bob. I don't know what he hit me with. He crossed my running lights. We got it. I ain't never asked you for nothing, nothing ever in this world. But this guy's gotta be stopped, Bob. He's gotta be stopped. You've been like my second father, and all the stuff he's done to you, now he's busting my head wide open. If you're so big, and you're so bad, how come you gotta hit me with brass knucks to put me down? I'm still standing, by God, and I'll be standing a long time when you're gone. I don't give two cents about you, Jimmy Cornette, Bruiser Bedlam. Like I said, you're bad, but you can be had. You bleed, you bleed just like me. You're a man, and you feel pain. The South is going to rise again because I want a coal miner's glove match. Before, I had some problems, and by gosh, that's my match. You laugh at all the coal miners, but the coal miners are the toughest people in the world. And that coal miner's glove will be just like brass knuckles, and we'll see how your blood flows, big boy, because I'm coming after you, bad boy, bruiser bedlam. Let me just say this. 
If that's what you want, Tracy, that's after, what what I just, want. after what just happened, I usually don't condone these kind of matches, but you got it. You got a coal miner's match as of right cold. now, anytime you want it. All right, fans, you heard it from Tracy, Commissioner Bob Armstrong. Oh, what a wild time this is. Right now, let's take a moment. Let's go back to last week. And All right, Hopper, any thoughts on Tracy right there? He's got his running lights crossed. Yeah, I like when he's, when uh, Bobby Blade is kind of holding him up and he didn't. Bobby Blade is smart enough to let him go when he starts, you know, when he really gets into it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah. But, yeah, he's, uh, he's fucking ready. You're bad, but you can be had, bitch. He, he threw a catchphrase in there. Uh, Doc, what did you uh, what'd you have? Well, uh, a couple of weeks ago, he had powder in his face. Now he's got blood on his face. He's being held up. We're doing everything but crucifying the guy. He's done gotten everything but get nailed to a cross. Everybody here is doing great, getting great work for the baby face. This is fantastic. Um, they're really getting the most out of what I would consider to be a somewhat limited character in Bedlam. Um, man, Tracy was good there. Yeah, it's a Quit yawning, match. dude. Go on. Do not yawn when I am speaking, asshole. Yeah. What are, you, what are you talking about? Quit yawning, pal. I heard it. Nobody yawned. You want to hear my chair? <laughs> chair, man. Don't use that thing to do any banging at night, boy. Your kids will wake up. I'm married. What are you talking about? Banging. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, anything else before we keep going? Uh, no, this is good stuff. We go then to a recap of the Dirty White Boy beating his opponent and then Dirty White Boy challenging Jake Roberts and then Jake winning the Smoky Mountain Wrestling Heavyweight title. Uh, so that was good. And then they go straight from that to White Boy um, cutting a promo. So let's go listen to what White Boy's got to say after losing the title last week. Hey fans, with us right now, the Dirty White Boy. We got a chance to go back and look at some of the action that occurred last week in that title match with Jacob Snake Roberts. White Boy, I felt like you were at a disadvantage with that eye from the opening bell. Well, maybe so, maybe not. I'm not making any excuses. The fact was, Jake the Snake did what he wanted to do. He wanted to get under my hide. He wanted to make me mad, and it cost me the Smoky Mountain title. <laughs> but you know, Jake the Snake, I've been back in the back talking to Bullet Bob Armstrong, the commissioners, and there is going to be another title shot, regardless whether you like it or not. The contracts is going to be signed, sealed, and delivered. You know, these big city boys, they go all over the world and they think that they can fool these old country boys. Well, maybe one time you can because we give you the benefit of the doubt. But it'll never happen again, Jake the Snake. Because what's got to happen now is I've got to reach down inside. It's time for a gut check. It's time to get mean and nasty. You know, we got snakes running around the hills of Tennessee. And the way us old country boys take care of them, we take a 12-gauge shotgun and we blow their heads off. So, Jake the Snake, you get ready because I'm coming snake hunting. We'll see you. All right, the Dirty White Boy fans, and he is ready. Believe me, right now, let's look at this from Daryl Van Horn and Kendo the Samurai. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got it. <laughs> All right, I'm laughing at what's coming up. Uh, I don't have anything from White Boy right there. I thought he was good. Uh, I mean, he's telling it like it is, man. He wants his title back, and that's that. Doc, did you have anything? Just uh, he's worried about city boys and country boys. Uh, I'm gonna take the city boys, man. 
I believe in capitalism, so City oh. Boy's going to win that. Uh, Hopper, what you got? I want to talk about the samurai. Yeah, okay, buddy. Let, He's let, getting ready go. to put on a demonstration. Let's, yeah. go to this dump <laughs> let's go to it. Here it is. Dirty white boy, you poor white trash piece of garbage. You had no idea of what you did when you got involved in my concerns, when you decided to come out on television and make fun of the ancient Egyptian invocations, and then you committed the ultimate act of blasphemy. You laid your hands on me. Well, you got a wake-up call at the hands of this man right here. Kendo the Samurai, the most vicious man in the history of professional wrestling, feared by the Japanese mafia, the Yakuza themselves. He's a master of many nerve holds. He can do anything to you. And exactly what happened to you last time, yeah, you got a view of it, but not a stereo view because he spewed a vicious green stream of liquid in your eyes that's had you walking around off kilter for quite a while now. I'll tell you what, dirty white boy, you need to understand something. The title is of no importance to us anymore. This is all about paying your dues. When you touched me, when you got involved in this, you made the biggest mistake of your career, dirty white boy. I'll tell you what, if you thought Jake the Snake Roberts was an evil man, <laughs> you obviously don't know Daryl Van Horn. <laughs> oh my God, Hopper. Bro, I can't wait for him to hit himself in the nuts. With those yes. blind sharks. <laughs> he looks so fucking stupid. Dude, he looks like a fucking idiot. It's so <laughs> fun to watch. <laughs> We've missed old Timmy boy. Yeah, oh my nah. god. <laughs> the, dude, the dude even entertains us when he keeps his mouth shut and puts on a fucking <laughs> Japanese hood and you know, and <laughs> samurai outfit. Good God. Yeah. It's so terrible, bro. Yeah, right. you think afterwards uh, when they're done, it's like, how was that? How's my nunchucks? <laughs> how was that, Daryl? Uh, look, uh, Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy. Jimmy, what'd you think, pal, about uh about my samurai? Uh, and then when I when I hit the hit the gimmick and uh did the nunchucks to the side, left, right, up, down, I look good. What about my what about my karate moves in the back while uh while uh, Daryl Van Horn was talking? Everything look good there, pal? I, Jimmy. Jimmy, I think I'm ready for a run with the strap. What do you think? Good God. Imagine if Kendall the Samurai would have got the strap. He should sell some foam uh, nunchucks. Oh, they may be in his garage still to this day. Who knows? <laughs> okay, anything else, Doc? Well, they were in front of the white wall, which there's an aspect of this that looks kind of mud show, but I love it because this is yeah. just old school territory wrestling. And there's a fine line between that and outlaw mud show. Yeah, no, I, I was fine. I, I like, again, I don't know if there's ever been a manager in any big time promotion or even territory promotion that's had the drag along just utter shit like Daryl Van Horn. Yeah, has. no. Huh? I mean, he's got uh, the mummy. He's Mr. He's Mr. Smoky Mountain, isn't he? He goes from the mummy to Kendo to Samurai. It's like, good it's like putting, God. It's like taking, like, fucking Drew Brees and making him play for, like, you know, Rice. Delgado State. Yeah, Delgado State. 
carry these bastards along if you will <laughs> yeah it's pretty it's pretty damn bad man ah all right let's go now to the personality profile with less and he's going to have jake roberts on here it is one personality profile today you can call him devious you can call him master of the mind games but you must call him the new smoky mountain heavyweight champion jake the snake roberts jake first of all where's the belt where's the belt Jake Roberts has never had to wrap a title around his waist for the people that are out here on the streets and sitting in the stands to know I'm the best there is. So why should I carry a piece of metal with me when it'll look just as good at home? And no need to bring it out here because there's not anybody here that can take it from me. Well, Jake, one thing for sure, I've known you a long time, and it's like the spider drawing the bug into his web. The snake drew the champion into his lair and came up with the belt no matter where it's at. That, that upsets me right there. You say you've known me for a long time. Well, let's say nobody, nobody really knows, knows you. Nobody knows me. I don't even know me. I come to this ring, I don't think about what I'm going to do. It just happens. Right. But I want to clear the air of several things. Number one, I was accused of trying to blind Tony with a camera. Let me tell you something. I wanted to get the last picture of the champion. That's all I was doing. <laughs> right. Okay, another thing, it's come to light that, oh, like, Jake Roberts has gained some weight. Well, when you have victory meals every night, my man, you're going to gain some weight. You know? I understand you make well, okay. you eat well, All right. and you are well. Another thing, they say, well, you drew him into this, you know, you suckered him. To sucker somebody, they have to be a sucker. Now, I'm not calling Tony a sucker, but he might be a blowfish. Let's say, you know, we're saying this person said that and this person said yeah. that. This well, is rumors, Mike. I know, but the dirty <laughs> white boy says it's time for a gut check. What does the snake say? <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do this. You know, it's the new champion of Smoky Mountain. It is my privilege to do something for these. Uh, to do something. And, you know, if Donnie Ellison had a race car that went around that uh, track, is it was NASCAR? NASCAR. Yeah. And 200 miles an hour, and he won every race that year. And the next year, they come out with a new model with wind designs and a few more horsepower. He'd retire that car, wouldn't he? I think he would, yes. It's a humane thing to do. That's my motto. I stand on that. It's a humane thing to do. If a bull has sired a million calves... And all of a sudden, he can't quite get the job done. And I'm not talking about Tony. What do you do? You retire him. You put him out to pasture. It's the humane thing to do. If a woman can no longer have children, they give her a hysterectomy. And folks, that's not a history lesson. It's the humane thing to do. If Secretariat wins every race, wins a triple crown, sets records, breaks a leg, what do you do? You shoot him, it's the humane thing to do. Now I've got people working 24 hours a day for the fans, my fans. You know those little sleeping masks? Yes. I'm giving one to everybody as my gift because when Tony and I meet again, it's the humane thing to do not to let you see it. Shine a little light on this, Tony. Let's be honest. Don't be foolish. Don't be foolish. You had your fun. It's over. Shine a little light on you. 
the humane Jake the Snake Roberts. That's been our personality profile. Fans, the thrill seekers are. All right, Doc, what you got from Jake right there? When he asked where the belt was, <laughs> am I the only one that thought maybe he had already sold it for drugs? That's <laughs> come on. <laughs> No, because they hadn't left the building yet, so I didn't think does that. that. Does that matter? Um, kind of, because it's the same tape, and he hadn't he hadn't left the building yet. Okay, could you believe that he talked about being fat? I think that was brilliant on his part. Man, I was thinking, what does a victory meal contain? It's probably like a eight ball and twelve ounce curls, man. <laughs> I thought that was I I thought it was brilliant because of course we're all sitting here like talking about how Jake he gained weight and he looks like a big pigeon he's got this big fat belly and it's just full of coke and whatever else and for him to he knows people are noticing it so he stared it right in the face and said that's right fat. there's the elephant in the room pal it's right over that's, there yeah if you ignore it it gets worse you face it right. it's like oh well. Fuck, I can't make fun of that no he more. He just, just disarmed his critics is what he did. Yeah, even though he is overweight and not looking good. But I, I do agree, Doc. Good God on the meals that he's eating, right? So, dude, he started talking about so, so, bulls siring and <laughs> women Mass, having hysterectomies. Dude, yeah. <laughs> but he's just so good and comfortable on the mic. I, you know... You talk about musicians or wrestlers, and I say the only place they felt comfortable was on stage. Or, man, I, I, for all of his demons, I have to think that is especially true for Jake. Is that that is where he feels comfortable in life, and everything else is just a complete fucking hurricane shit show. I agree. Hopper, do you have anything from it? It was fucking great, man. Mm-hmm. He got him a taste of government cheese last week, and he just mm. wants some more. Yeah, because it's the humane thing to do. Jesus. It's, it's to get some more fucking government cheese. He told her, He's basically telling Tony to hang it up, bro. You're done. Yeah. But, uh, it was good, man. That's a Jake promo for you. Mm-hmm. Like Doc said, uh, he, his life may have been a mess, but he was comfortable in that ring and cutting promos. That's for damn sure. And when he's like, why the fuck should I bring a belt out? No one here could beat me for it. <laughs> That's a great heel line. I just wish Les I just wish Les would have deadpanned right back. You sold it for drugs already, didn't you, Jake? <laughs> oh God. That's um, nice. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, so we go right from that to uh Thrill Seekers versus one of the Infernos and Killer Kyle. Thrill Seekers get the win with their finisher. Uh I don't have anything from it. Uh Doc, nope. did you? The only thing I thought was that Cuddle actually knew that this Inferno was named Brimstone, but he struggles with Jericho and Storm. <laughs> what the hell? It was written down right in front of him. That's why he knew it. Okay. That's the only reason. Um, And then from there, I am not playing it. They go to a promo. Well done. And it's about the thrill seekers. I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong. It's not Bruce Brothers bad. It's just there's there's really nothing there to chew yeah, on. Yeah, it's just whatever. Yeah. You thought the same thing, Hopper? Yeah, we want our videos. Yes, we know. <laughs> they're like they're like the Smoky Mountain version of the new breed. There's nothing oh. technically wrong with them, but it's just goofy and they're yeah. out of place. Yeah, but the new breed at least gave us some like entertaining things. Like no, when they the didn't. Ones, 
when the one started talking about like Marvin the Martian and was that the one that had the car wreck? Yeah. No, 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 no. that's the no. big that's that's that was the tall that was one. That's the taller one. Yeah. So okay. Sean, then we yeah. then we go from that to a there in the Sean. locker room. It's Tammy, Candido, and Primetime Brian Lee. Let's uh listen to that real quick. It's a quick one. Okay, Ricky Morton, you want a match? You want your revenge against Chris Candido? <laughs> Fine, come on, you have your match now, and let me tell you something, it doesn't matter if Brian is handcuffed to the ring post, because Chris doesn't need his help. He's just gonna pile drive you one more time, and this time he's gonna fix you for good. That's right, Ricky Morton, the last time I pile drive you, it was just in self-defense, but today I'm gonna pile drive you on purpose, and this time you're staying pile drived. All right, fans. Staying okay. pile drived. Thoughts, Doc? Staying pile driven, whatever. Yeah, I know, huh? Jesus. But here, but but here's the thing. She's so good at being a heel that she has that Yankee thing. I guarantee you, the way she said Ricky Morton is a heel move on these people in this area. More n, she says Ricky Morton. Yeah, Dude, that's like not, with an e n. That, that's not how it's Ricky Morton. Yeah. So uh, no, no, even no, even true. little things can get you make you a heel if you do them right. Just the way you say stuff. All right, we go from that to Ricky versus Chris Candido. The match stipulation: Primetime Brian Lee will be handcuffed in Candido's corner, and Gibson handcuffed in Morton's corner. I guess Tammy will be the only one not handcuffed on this night, unlike other nights. Um, what? Mm. Whoa, whoa! I'm just being stupid. I'll, I'll uh, handcuff her. Less mentioned during the match that Tammy has had. Ron Wright, Primetime Brian Lee, and now Candido eating out of her hand. Uh, <laughs> we've had a couple of long main events lately on TV, and this was another one. As we get to the finish, Tammy somehow finds a key and unlocks Primetime Brian Lee's handcuff and releases him. Primetime does some damage to Morton, but eventually Gibson gets free also and saves Morton. Uh, the heels powder out, nothing is resolved as you would expect. So that's that. Any thoughts on this match, Doc? It was... Pretty damn long, like um, not not as long as last week, but uh, it was long enough. So, any thoughts? Well, the PA was so bad I couldn't even tell what music they were playing at the beginning. But I think Primetime and Candido have new music, but yeah. I couldn't tell because it was just such a garbled mess. Um, I enjoyed this match. I thought these are two solid guys getting after it. I didn't have a lot of notes, but I thought this was an entertaining match. And Tammy really showed her value as a manager by getting primetime Brian Lee free, man. She she added value to her team. Hopper, do you have anything? I mean, why'd she take so long to, to, to fucking take the handcuffs off? Right. She had it in her pocket the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she you, you can clearly see on the video, she goes right for it, right in front of the hard camera. Goes right into the right pocket and gets the key. So she she knew it was there the whole time, and then uh, yeah. I don't don't don't, I mean. don't listen to that, them Tammy. I love you. I love yeah. you. Nobody's talking bad about Tammy. She just took a while to get the key. I mean, yeah, what it is, I right? love Tammy. I bet you do. Yeah, would you authorize her? I want yeah. to, I want to love her on her. I'm gonna marry her. Are y'all done? I, I, not yet. Hold on. <laughs> All right. So, okay. All right. Let's keep it moving then uh, because we got one more promo. We got the Rock and Roll Express and Bob Armstrong. At the very end of this thing, here it is. 
Right now here at Rock and Roll Express, Commissioner Bob Armstrong, Commissioner, fine or no fine, with that match up there, it didn't look like it was going to matter to those guys. Well, I'll tell you this, I hate the pile driver worse than any hole yeah. known to man. It's put a lot of good wrestlers out of professional wrestling because it's something that can injure you permanently. Absolutely. But I do recognize the fact that these gentlemen right here, the Rock and Roll Express press, do have the right to fight fire with fire. So I'm here to make you guys an offer. What I'll do for you is this. This is as far as I can go for you. I'll sign the pile driver match in which you can use the pile driver, and I'll have the belts put up, but I cannot sanction it. Would that be all right with you, gentlemen? You got that right, Bob. You see, all I want is a little understanding. You see, that's not being too demanding, is it? Thank you, Bob. You see, I know where you're coming from because I know how dangerous the pile driver can be. You can break your vertebrae, even break your neck. But you see, it's an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. And you see, Chris Candido, you and Brian Lee, everybody knows that you stole the belts from us. So we're coming at you. A power driver match. You know what that is, Bob? Oh, Pinfalls don't count. It's whoever gets power driving that ring, the other team wins. And I'm telling you, Chris Candido and Brian Lee, you have the Smoky Mountain tag team titles around your waist. And I feel like they've grown to Robert and I and all these nice fans. So whoever it may be, baby, we're coming for you, and I guarantee you, with Bob Armstrong holding the belts, be on the line, a pile driver match, brother. All right, fans, you heard it. It's going to be there, the pile driver match, the Rock and Roll Express, Chris Candido, primetime Brian Lee. That's going to do it for this week. Next week, highlights from the Volunteer Slam. We'll see you then, and until then, so long for now. I don't care if the match is sanctioned or not. Whatever, as Dude. long as the belts are on the line. Back in the day, in well, first of all, that's an that's an oxymoron. Why? Why? How could they be on the line if we're not going to sanction it? Well, I agree. Yeah. That's, but uh, the term, but the term non-sanctioned match back when I was about eight or nine, like early '80s, world class. Mm-hmm. Man, that felt like the most dangerous place on earth. Man, they won't even <laughs> sanction this violence. Holy shit. This is going to be gonna, great. They're going to kill each other. We definitely got to see this. I I said something way back on the Sunday, like the very first NW, second NWA show we did is sponsored all matches sanctioned by the NWA. Man, that meant something, dude. That that line meant something. When they say non-sanctioned, man, let's they kick say each that, other's asses. They say, Mark Lawrence says that I don't want to say every world class episode, but almost all of them when he go when they go to the ring for the first match, he'll say all matches sanctioned by the National Wrestling Alliance. It just meant something back then when you. It heard means that something, kind of like on y'all's little mid south show when you say matchmaker Grizzly Smith has really put together some matches. It just it 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 feels planned and like there's a, a they're they're working something here. Yeah, I agree. Hopper, any thoughts on the promo before we go to disability checks? No, let's go. Let's right. go. Jesus. Doc, uh, Doc oh, what are you giving it? Disability checks? I don't yeah. give it to anybody. I rate the show on a scale of No, I said, what are you t- giving it? Oh, I was stretching a little bit there. Just doing some DDP yoga. I don't want to end up like Jake. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hopper's <laughs> going to get some sleep. <laughs> fucking, just rate the show. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought we were just having fun here. Uh, you want an actual number. Uh, let's see. Carry the one. Take off a couple of points there. Mike made me mad. Eight point two. Um, I'm going seven point five. Harper, what Jesus! Do you Why are you a dick? Why do you even do this? Why do you hate Smoky Mountain? I do it just to drive Doc. What are you giving it, Harper? I give it a solid eight. All right. 
Harper and I are always right in there together, just yeah. within the margin of error statistically. Seven point five. Harper always Harper always ranks his last too. Just keep that in mind. No, no, I don't. No, he doesn't. He's yeah. never gone first. Never. No, he's that's he fake. never go goes first. first. He's never gone first. Because <laughs> I'm the main eventer. Uh, he goes on last. The champ yeah. goes on last, right? I'm giving the uh, government cheese to Jake again. What? Yeah. yeah. It's got to be Jake again. No, no, no. Him or the samurai? No. No. Jesus. No, he gets a Tim Horner award. Thank you, at the end yes. within. <laughs> I think I'm giving this to Smothers. Dude, he got, oh, bust- yeah, forgot he about got that. busted open, gave a couple of great promos, had a good match. I'm going with Smothers here. All right. That's Fair the humane enough. thing to do. It is the humane, the humane thing, to thing to do. To do. <laughs> but, but, it's easy to get, you know, we we always like the new shiny penny in territory wrestling, and Jake is certainly a shiny penny here. But, man, Tracy is just meat and potatoes, good baby face for a long time, and I want to respect that. All right. Well, there you have it. So he puts to... 94 on our Facebook post. God, he never says anything but the year. It's like the craziest shit. Hi, uh, all right. <laughs> Hi, Tracy. Uh, remember, we've got about a week till Christmas. Use Uh-oh. that Amazon referral link, tinyurl.com slash Amazon. <laughs> give it to the wives, girlfriends, hoes, and side pieces in your life and tell them to use it. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. And don't forget to become a patron it's tinyurl.com slash patreon btt you get the video versions of the show as well on the patreon link again it's tinyurl.com slash patreon btt i don't have anything else man doc what do you have what hopper you got anything else or you want to get out of here let's get the fuck hopper hit the tagline to take us home book it bitch Quick shout out to all the patrons out there, especially the Hall of Fame patrons and all of the patrons who make this show possible uh, each and every week that we do it. And don't forget to check out the video reviews that should be posted. I'm posting them where I can get them through on Daily Motion. So I just wanted to mention that before we get out of here. I know Harper already hit the tagline and all that good stuff. And I uh, just wanted to remind you, though, check out the videos that I am posting because I am, if I can get them through, I post them uh, for you to not only enjoy the podcast reviews but actually to see the visual of the promos that we are discussing and maybe clips of some of the matches and finishes and all that good stuff and lastly special shout out to all of the hall of fame patrons out there on this lovely november 2nd 2018 i want to say thanks to 
Josh Dunn, Ryan Ashby, good old Justin, K underscore row 86, disrespectfully classy, Marky Blassie, Robert Smith, Joseph Ice, Tim O'Recci, Adam Price, Brian Evans, Mark Wilson, Armando Martinez, Dave Jordan, Jesse Jacobs, Josh Fields, Chris Meyer, Gerald Green, Mitchell Johnson, Mike Prue, Will Parker, Jeremy Bryant, Classy Alex, Slider 91 US, David DeVries, Frog Zeppelin, SV Pageum, Bill Salsa, Big Rich, at Spy Boy Sports Cap, Ari Miller 39, Dustin Roberts, Jay Shiny 21, Ruben Espinoza, JMM 7530, Merciless Jones, Jesse Lucas, Chris Browning, Justin underscore injury, Coleman 822, Marty Howell, and T Hog 94. Thanks for being Hall of Fame patrons. And remember, guys, don't forget to check out those video reviews now up on Patreon uh, just for patrons, all patrons, that is. So thanks again. Have a great week, and we will catch you next time.